Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. I'm Carl Nicholson, and for today, today's podcast, I want to talk about the cloud of witnesses. And I would like to encourage you, my instate is to encourage you to go after Yahweh with all your heart for what, for this generation and for the next. Um, so I do want to get to the cloud of witnesses, and I, I, I just want to talk about it, perhaps approach it in a way that is not approached all the time or hasn't been approached um, many times that I've heard, at least uh, with people speaking. Um, so in the military, we have uh, seven core values that <clears throat> we call the Army values, um, and it transcends all the branches, but we call them Army values. It's a uh, and it makes a mnemonic, which is leadership. And so it's loyalty, duty, respect, uh, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. I'd like to, duty has been sitting on me uh, recently. <clears throat> I think it kind of brings me to this. Um, because when we typically, um, throughout time, when we talk about the values, us people in the military, we focus a lot on integrity and personal courage and honor and especially leadership and duty is like, you know, it's like the sort of the meat and potatoes, but it's almost overlooked because it's what we do, you know? Um, so, but duty sits so heavily on me. And when this podcast, um, when this airs, this is July 30th now, and this date is special to me, um, but not in a great memory, but I make it a, but I, I, I remember. Um, because 15 years ago on this date, um, I had a, I was one of the, one of my toughest days in the army, probably, probably the toughest day in the army I've had. Um, and so it was 2007, July 30th. Actually, I'd just gotten married, um, three months before this or something and um pretty good way to start marriage off i got married and deployed um and i'm overseas and with a special operations unit um, we do missions mostly at night but every now and then <clears throat> we will have what's called tsts time sensitive targets well actually we have those a good bit but uh, most of the time those are at night um but when we have one a time sensitive target that's during the day uh that means that we'll have to wake up in the middle of our sleep. So usually we get up when the sun goes down and stay up all night, do our missions, working out, all that then, and then sleep during the day in that deployment cycle. Um, so, but this time, and certain times, very few times, um, we would do stuff during the day. We don't like doing stuff during the day because we lose a great advantage that we carry at night. <laughs> and um, that's our ability to, to function at night. Um, and the, all the uh, tools and advantages we have that comes with that. Um, and so, but this time we got woke up. <clears throat> I remember I got w awakened at maybe one or two in the afternoon, <clears throat> which is like equivalent of like one, two in the morning um, to a normal night's sleep. And we had a time sensitive target to go to. And because of where our, uh, we called them hooches, where our chews, our, uh, our living abodes were, these little, wooden houses we lived in um, <clears throat> um they had like forgot to wake me up forgot to woke me up when the thing of waking so they came when they came and got me 
everybody was already in the vehicles ready to go. So everybody didn't have much time to start with, but I really didn't have much time to start with um, because somebody forgot to wake me up. So I, I got ready real quick. You know, I'm all, you know, how it feels when you get woke up in the middle of the night, much less to go out on a, uh, a target uh, with enemies, which is one of the worst situations in the day because in the day we get shot at more because people are awake and they don't like us um, and just all those dynamics. <clears throat> so I got ready, got in the vehicle, you know, grabbed a protein shake or something and got to go and understand what we're doing. We're going to a, uh, this you know, this bad guys in this area, and we're going to hit this this uh, house or two down in this area uh, downtown, which has ended up being close to a market. And so we had these uh, <clears throat> went out in about five vehicles, um, <clears throat> pretty armed vehicles, pretty bad to the bone vehicles with 50 caliber weapons on top. And you know, you have a TC, a guy that sits on the top and looks out, and you have a driver in there, and then the rest of the strike force, assault force, were in the vehicles. Um, you know, about 10 people per vehicle eight eight people eight to ten um so we're zooming to the target during the day uh, swerving through traffic you know traffic sort of swerves for you when you're in a rolling like that but nonetheless get through traffic get down get downtown to where we're going to um hit this target and and i remember i remember there being a lot of people on the street um this was like a at a bazaar or a little market there and a lot of people are there. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, this is like, I'm, I'm talking about like subconscious things because my mind is consciously in the situation in the war and, you know, the things that's going on. And I'm a medic during this time, right? I'm a, um, uh, what's called a special operations medic. Um, we train a lot at trauma. Um, and, and so I'm thinking, so I'm positioned with the guys. There's usually one of me at that point. There was one or two of me per 40 guys, something like that, 45 guys. So um, we're there, we get to the target. Um, I noticed a lot of people, there was a lot of people in this market. And then, uh, and then I noticed there weren't many people. And you know, hindsight is always 20-20 and looking back, we, we, it was clear to see that there was some chatter going on uh, unbeknownst to us. And the, the bad guys in the area knew we were there and were doing their about to do their thing. So we were hitting the target we needed to hit. Well, in our vehicles, we would always leave one guy in each vehicle or maybe two, uh, depending on <clears throat> depending on the situation or maybe one guy or two guys per all the vehicles. You know, these guys are sitting on the, they're watching the vehicles and they also have guns, the big guns, right? So they're sort of, <clears throat> well, while we're sitting there, uh, you know, just get to it. Uh, uh, somebody fired an RPG and hit one of our vehicles. And with the guy that's the TC or uh, standing on with his head peeping out the top of the vehicle um, was an almost immediate, uh, it was almost right on him, almost a direct hit. It, it hit so close to him that it um, <clears throat> mortally wounded him uh, uh, immediately. <clears throat> so, as we're doing our thing, we decide to uh, get back in our vehicles. We got to get this guy out of the hospital, the cash, this is the hospital on our compound. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I jump out of the vehicle I'm in and I'm standing outside waiting to, uh, for them to open the back door, you know, to get in the vehicle he's in. So this is a real 
hostile, high tension uh, time at the place. And uh, I remember, I remember getting a call. The immediate call was, "He's dead." Um, and uh, <clears throat> so the the door opened, and I remember <laughs> I got so angry. Um, that was the day that I, I, I I'm sorry, I, just to be truthful, I, I hated, uh, a certain race of people for a while. Um, I, I, I don't know, got hate in my heart or whatever it was, but I r- was really angry, um, when that happened and it changed my posture and it's taken me a lot, uh, take me a long time to walk out of this. <laughs> but anyways, back to the thing at hand. Um, the vehicle opened up, the back of the thing opened up and I hopped in there with him and we have two injured guys in there and there was another medic and we both hopped in. And so the vehicle closed up with us in there with two injured people. And this guy, um, he had a heart rate still. And so what we did was everything. (laughs) We put it all out there. We did everything in our power, um, to save this guy. And, um, I mean, needle decompress, uh, cricothyrotomy, um, just everything you can think of, um, holding this guy. And I remember putting my hand behind his head and feeling the, the wound on the back of his head. I could feel the, you know, I could feel the wound just to not be more descriptive, but, um, you know, it was a 20, 25 minute ride to the hospital, back to the cash. And we're working on these guys. The other guy, we, uh, we, we were, uh, bandaged up his arm, put a tourniquet on, kind of dealt with that. Um, he was a dog guy. He was a dog handler and we had a dog with us and the dog with us, thank God, uh, liked me. Um, because those dogs were, those dogs are pretty, pretty crazy and they eat people up, but this dog liked me, but the dog went deaf. So he was injured as well. And he became, ended up having to get shipped home because he was deaf and it injured him. Uh, he retired, but these two guys, so one of them, bandaged him up and then both of us are focusing mostly on this one guy trying to work on him. We get him back to the hospital and, um, you know, after standing there, we're bloody, uh, and a couple other people around watching the doctors run a code on this guy, trying to, trying to save him. And then, uh, you know, they, they, he just didn't make it. They pronounced him dead. Um, I remember the, like, vulnerable feelings and um all the things that we felt because we had to go back out like the next day and uh it was a really difficult time actually i think i was i would tear up for the next six months um just thinking about the guy because we tried everything you know and it's like there was nothing nothing we could do to save this dude um such a bad feeling but but Okay, so now, now let's move on to the cloud of witnesses. <laughs> um, and just to recognize my friend, his name was Jason Kessler. And uh, I remember him and what we used to, we call him, we call him our ranger in the sky. And uh, that's, a, that's a common saying that, that the uh, ranger regiment uses for the rangers who have died, um, is our ranger in the sky. And he's my, he's my ranger in the sky. Um, and I remember him and I, I will not forget him because everything I do for the last 15 years, I do with the memory of what my friend did in duty for his country because he believed in something greater than himself. 
and he fought for something that he believed in, ideals that he believed in, and freedom for these people who were, who we went were fighting for, um, who were oppressed, and and the ideals and the freedom and the nation that, that our nation stands for. Uh, he died for it. And so that is a part of who I am now. It's a part of my life and it's a part of my service. It, it, it drives me in my service um, to my country. And, and it's, it's one of my core values that I carry. Um, and, it, and it works out in duty. So I'd just like to close reading this uh, in Hebrews. It says, What more shall I say? And this is talking about these awesome people who went on before us. For the time would fail me to tell of, this is in Hebrews 11, the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, and Samson, and Jephthah, of David, Samuel, the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, Women received their dead, raised to life again. But listen to this. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had a trial of mockings and scourgings and of chains and of imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. And it says, they wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. All these having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us. They obtained a good testimony. The ones who became valiant in battle and those mighty men that we remember obtained a good uh, uh, reputation and a good testimony through faith, but also so did the ones who died. And those are our cloud of witnesses. So it says right after that, therefore, since we also are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance and patience the race that is set before us, looking to Yeshua, Jesus, who author and finisher of our faith, who, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Um, so that, that cloud, we have a cloud of witnesses around us. And, and the same way that, that, you know, I'm talking about my friend and my ranger in the sky and, and I, what I do now matters because he's not here to talk about what he did, but I can, I carry that. And, and what I do now is so important that I don't, what now, what he did is for me. And so what I do as a living being is I have to do it for the next generation. I have to. And so that's what I believe the cloud of witnesses is also doing for us. These, these cloud of witnesses are people who, who lived and never died, but they're also these people who died because of the cause of Christ. And they, they, they are not perfected, but with us. And how we do it is remember that. And, and with, through the memory of that, we walk out our lives with the duty of, of, what, of who we can be in Yeshua and being the best we can be in Him for the next generation because we owe it to them they did it for us. Now we, we need to work with them and walk with them and in, inside of them for the next generation. We, ha- we must maintain this duty for Yahweh for the next generation. And we must grasp hold of it. And no matter what, what that means for us, whatever it means, it means. I, I, want, to, I want to carry it on while I have being. Amen. God bless you, and I encourage you to stand strong and in the duty of who you are in Yeshua and to do this thing.
for the not only incited a cloud of the witnesses who before us, but always, always for Yahweh, but also for this next generation who is to come. Shalom.